Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Wednesday, January 10th, 2023, 2024. Have I been saying 2023? Oh, man. No, I don't remember. Oh, it is 2024. I'm Beckler. Shauna's away this week. Stupid cold outside. Getting colder. First blast of real cold weather we've had, so can't really complain though. Um, had a fun show today. I, I think I pissed more people off. Yikes! There's going to be nobody left listening to us by the time Shauna comes back. <laughs> if I'm not reined in here quickly, uh, the first segment on today's podcast, I got a message from someone who said that uh, the 40 or so people listening in the warehouse they work at unanimously, unanimously voted to turn off the station. Because I, uh, I guess I insulted something that they all liked. So I'm, you could be the judge if that was a appropriate reaction or not. But I said, fair enough. We'll, we'll be here if you change your mind. Also on today's show, we're going to talk about the goat of dad bands. And Logan, if you're listening to this as you're putting it together, I meant to have you in on this conversation as well. Because our producer Logan has like an encyclopedic knowledge of music. Um, probably the only guy at the station who could go toe-to-toe with Matt Berry on music knowledge. So I wanted to have both of those guys on for this discussion, but uh, Logan wasn't in yet. So Logan, feel free to jump on at the end of this podcast if you have anything to add to that segment with Matt Berry, the goat of dad bands. My wife McKenna has her version of the news. Someone recently said they're going to put a hex on me. Oh my goodness. That and more after your out-of-context clip. It was a visitation. We've been visited. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So there's a video all over the internet yesterday of uh, an incident between a reporter and the security detail for Finance Minister Christian Freeland, which actually eventually led to the reporter's arrest. Uh, so the reporter is David Menzies from The Rebel. And uh, in this video, uh, Freeland's walking down the street in Richmond Hill, Ontario, and Menzies is beside her with his microphone, and there's a camera guy with him, and he's asking her questions, and she's not having any of it because, I mean, she knows who he is, the organization he works for, and she doesn't want to talk to him. Um, But anyways, while this is happening, uh, her security detail, this police officer, he bumps into David Menzies, the reporter, to separate him from Christopher Freeland, and then he places David Menzies under arrest for assaulting a police officer. Now, I don't. this is going to be a tough one for people to care about because it is the rebel, and the rebel has their reputation. I... I don't consume the rebel. I don't consume much of David Menzies reporting. I will say this, though. He had a really funny piece a few years ago where he caught uh, former Brampton mayor and conservative leadership candidate Patrick Brown breaking COVID restrictions to play rec league hockey. The video is so funny if you haven't seen it because the the arenas were supposed to be closed and there's guys in there playing hockey and Patrick Brown's in his street clothes. He's not on the ice yet. And David Menzies is like... (laughs) What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm here to check out, check to check on things. He's like, are you playing? And he's like, no, no, no. And then Menzies points to Patrick Brown's hockey bag. He's like, is that your gear? And it says Brown on the bag. <laughs> like, it's one of the best examples of somebody getting caught 
with their pants down. It's a great, it's a hilarious video. But do I consider David Menzies to be a serious reporter? I do not. No. But the thing is, in this situation, it doesn't matter. The police don't get to lie about being assaulted and then arrest someone, whether it's a good journalist or a bad journalist or someone who isn't a journalist at all. They just can't do that. And it's all on camera. Like, the lie is so blatant. You can watch the tape and see what happens. I don't think anybody would look at that and say, okay, that's assault on a police officer. The funniest part about it to me is that, the, in my opinion, the officer just made a bad play. If he had gotten his feet planted, he could have set a clean pick for Christopher Freeland, maybe even drawn the charge as per the rules of basketball, but he wasn't quick enough. He was just lazy. The foul's on him. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. You often hear people talk about how this time of year is like the most depressing time of year because, I mean, that, what, is Mondays, this coming Monday is supposed to be Blue Monday? I think in many ways, Blue Monday is kind of like self-fulfilling. If you just keep talking about how bummed out you're going to be on that day, then maybe you're going to be bummed out. But I, I get it. Like, you know, the weather turns and credit card bills start coming due. The bills from Christmas, like Christmas is behind us. Some people don't have a lot to look forward to at this time of year. So I understand like how people feel down around now. Uh, here's one thing that I think is overlooked, though. One of the contributing factors that I think we forget about. Most of the Christmas baking is gone by now, too. Right? What are we, like two weeks in after Christmas? There's probably not a lot kicking around. Any of the Christmas baking that was done, anything you made yourself or received. And that's sad. I know, like, I emptied out the last of our, like, baking Tupperwares yesterday. And I was like, oh, man, that's it for another year. It was such a, it was so good for a little while there. There was always treats around. Now there aren't. So if it's okay with you, I thought we could say a few words in eulogy for the Christmas baking season. We are gathered here to remember the holiday baking of 2023. As the final sweets from this past Christmas are consumed... We remember with great fondness the bounty of treats to which we were treated. The cookies, the chocolates, the Christmas cracks, and those partitioned bowls with several, several different kinds of candy, you know? Freezers everywhere became veritable treasure troves of Tupperware containers stuffed with all kinds of indulgences. My wife made her own fudge this year, and until this week, anytime I came home, I was able to pop into the laundry room freezer and sneak a piece or two. Sometimes we'd have three pieces. Sometimes more still, and then we'd feel ill for the next hour and not talk to anyone. But it truly was a beautiful time of year. And now it is gone. Batches to batches. Buns to buns. Now a musical tribute. Crumbs in the tin. All we are is crumbs in the tin. Podcast. Yesterday on the show, if you caught it, we were talking about this um, this incident, this video I saw of an incident uh, where a couple of uh, Israel-Palestine protesters got up at each other's faces on a skating rink in Toronto, Nathan Phillips Square. I think they had skates on and stuff. And I made some jokes about protesters on ice and protesters in skates and uh, how that would be the most Canadian thing ever if this conflict had anything to do with Canada. And I pissed a few people off. So I posted a video of this on our social media accounts there are a lot of people who felt this is not a topic to be joked about and I don't think that there is any topic that is completely off limits for jokes depending on who the butt of the joke is and my jokes were not at the expense of innocent people who have been killed or their families 
My jokes were about Canadians who feel that harassing each other while out for an afternoon skate is going to do anything to move the needle in a centuries-old conflict 10,000 kilometers away. This is new, though. Here's one. Here's the end of one angry comment that I got. Uh, this person said that I'm definitely going into their next hex. I mean, I've been called lots of names in my radio career. I have angered people who disagreed with me, which is okay. We can disagree. I've never been on the receiving end of a hex before, though. What do I do? Like, do, do I have to do anything, or is, it, is my part in this hex more of a passive one? Also, could she hex my truck and maybe get it running a bit better? Or does it not work like that? Is it only bad things with the hex? Like, watch, my old truck is going to die in the cold this week, and it'll be due to this angry listener's hex. I'm going to be broken down on the side of Deerfoot at 5 in the morning thinking... Damn you and your hex. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Hex 929, good morning. I unhex you. Oh, well, yeah, I'm safe now. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean my truck is rehexed then, or how does this work? <laughs> uh, no, that's called entropy, and it doesn't matter. Your truck's going to break no matter what. Got this message, too. I have a couple of extra shrouds of security left over from the Christmas holiday that I didn't end up using, so I'll send one your way. That should keep you hex-free for the foreseeable future. Poof. There it is. I'm hex-free. And I said, well, thank you. Uh, in appreciation for that, I'm going to gift you a mantle of higher wisdom, which I picked up down at my local mages guild. So it looks like we all came out ahead on this one. I was also called uncouth. That one cuts. That's a good word. Uncouth. That's another one of those, like, you never hear the non-negative version of that. You never heard someone being referred to as couth. In fact, is couth a word? Yeah, it is. Cultured, refined, and well-mannered. So, uh, yeah, I'm uncouth. I'm going to start using couth more often, I think. Well, if you design a custom home with Shane Homes, you could make it as couth as you wanted to there. Because you get to choose all your finishings and even make changes to your floor plan and stuff. And then people will come in and they'll say, wow, how cultured, how refined, how couth this custom home is. Shane Holmes can do that for you. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I FaceTimed my mom last night. Uh, she and my brother are all fired up about the supposed alien sighting at that mall in Florida. Did you see this? So there's a big mall in Miami. It's called Bayside Marketplace. And a few days ago, there was footage posted of like 50 police cars outside the mall, lights flashing, the whole to-do. And many people were saying it was because there were 10-foot-tall aliens inside the mall. My mom and brother were like, it was a visitation. We've been visited. There's some pretty unconvincing video of one of those aliens, and it's taken it like full zoom from a full neighborhood away. Of course, blurry as hell. So that's the, that's the thing. Like in, in 2024, if anything like an alien visitation were to happen in a place as busy as a mall, would you not expect dozens of angles of 4K video showing it? Here's the thing, though. The people who are inside the mall at the time say their phones started wigging out. Said they like tried to take video, but the phones wouldn't work. I'm assuming the same thing happened with the mall security cameras and the police body cam footage and all that. Some sort of like jamming device brought along by the aliens? Or maybe some sort of energy emitted from the aliens themselves, from their bodies? Which makes cameras stop working? 
According to my mom, the first-hand accounts she saw from people who, who were there and witnessed the aliens were very compelling. I couldn't find any of these accounts myself, but like I said, my mom is a bit deeper into this than I am. But it still raises the question, why so many police cars? Because it, it's a huge police presence. Well, Miami police have commented on that. They said there were about 50 kids inside the mall shooting fireworks at people, and the responding officers issued what they call a citywide three, and with a citywide three, all available officers will respond to it. And that makes sense, because if you think if there's something like an active shooter situation or a police-involved shooting, like you're going to get every police car within a huge radius responding to that. So I'm unconvinced. Also, if aliens did come here, do we think they would just lank around a mall? That seems unlikely. Unless they've got a hankering for New York fries or something and maybe need a cute new outfit. I can tell you right now, though, uh, not much is going to fit those long alien bodies. Maybe Jack and Jones, but even that'll be tough. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, I promised you my wife's version of the news, uh, which are the stories that she feels you need to hear, more important than the morning news stories that we deliver to you each day. So let's do that. McKenna's. X929 News. Typically just read this word for word. She says, hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be back. I wish I could report to you with my real voice, but I have lost my voice and sound like there's a horse caught all up in my throat. Next time. Let's get into the good news. Sheer dresses were the most popular item at the 2024 Golden Globes. Red-headed Emma Stone and Kristen Wiig were among many who sported this look. I feel like when I think of a sheer, I just think of a bedtime nighty. And then the shrug emoji. Okay, more Golden Globe news. I'm sure most of you have seen that photo of Selena Gomez telling Taylor Swift a secret, and everyone has been wondering what she said to her. The producers even cut to commercial when this happened, as they didn't want anything to be here. Everyone thinks it had something to do with Kylie Jenner, but in reality, Selena set the record straight on Instagram that she was just telling Taylor about two of her friends that had hooked up. She added, not that it's anyone's business. I agree, Selena. The 2024 food trends of this year will be a meatless burger that contains quinoa, chickpeas, and walnuts. Barf. Spicy baked goods, specialty salts, non-dairy indulgences, and ancient grains and heritage indulgence. Who made this list? I want the trend to be just straight meat. Good meat. Smoked, maybe. I know last New Year I informed you about what the hottest color will be, so hold your breath. The hottest color of this year is going to be... The Renew Blue by Valspar. And now you're informed, I guess. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A friend of the show was poking fun at me not that long ago and saying, your segment Entomology with Beckler really died, hey? <laughs> the segment that I created in response to Shauna's Etymology with Shauna. Um, and the truth is I just didn't have that much interesting uh, talk about bugs to share with you. But the joke is on this person. Because I do now. Entomology with Beckler. Entomology, the study of bugs. Do you know what a jigger flea is? I learned about jigger fleas on a YouTube video that my kids were watching the other day, also known as the sand flea. If you didn't know what these were, I'm sorry I'm about to ruin your innocence because this is an absolute nightmare. So jigger fleas live in mud or sand or soil. Uh, not around here, thankfully, but in more tropical places. And what happens is they, they latch onto the bottom of your foot and the females will burrow in there. And then they swell up with eggs 
they release the eggs, which fall to the ground, and the female then dies and rots inside your foot. And that can cause all kinds of infections and problems with the foot itself. Um, this is terrifying. I, if you have any sort of like trypophobic tendencies, I don't recommend looking up photos of what jigger fleas look like when a human is infested with them because it's it's an absolute it's terrifying like they they kind of look like um like a little bulb on the foot like about the size of a pea but if someone has a bad enough infestation like the photo i'm looking at right now there's the bulb but there's also like corresponding holes in the foot oh it's awful i need to scroll away from that uh the jigger flea so and they said it's it's really bad too because in, in a lot of places where these things live it's typically poor and people will like try to get the flea out which is, i guess is the, the proper treatment if you have like sterilized equipment and stuff if you have the right needles and, but people will dig at it with just whatever they can get their hands on which introduces all kinds of new bacteria into the wound and then the infection spreads and it's not good buddy honestly buddy not good so i mean you look outside we're dealing with traffic this morning. We're dealing with some ridiculously cold temperatures. But think, at least I don't have jigger fleas in my foot. Entomology with Beckler. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got talking with my kids about songs that na- that mention the names of places. I think we were driving. I think we were listening to X929. And I think Coming Home by City and Color was on. And they mentioned... Uh, They mentioned my hometown of Saskatoon in there, so then we got on this topic. So I played, for my boys, I played uh, the Guess Who's Running Back to Saskatoon. You know this song? So I have a ton of respect for the Guess Who. I think they are one of Canada's finest musical exports. But that song has one of the dumbest lyrics I think I've ever heard. Actually, several of them, but this one, this one specifically. I've been here at libraries. I've been learning about books. I've been hanging around libraries. I've been learning about books. And then he goes on. I've been talking to play. Specifically the one about hanging around libraries and learning about books. Like, not learning from books or reading books, learning about books. As if the librarian was like, yeah, so the, the words are printed on the page, and then you, you read them, and you turn to the next one. And once, sorry, these are called books? Books? Is that correct? I mean, the guess who had quite a few songs that chart, charted really high in the United States. They were probably one of the, the Canadian bands that did the best in America. Uh, I'm almost grateful this wasn't one of them, though. Or we may have come across as quite a simple folk. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This is a super quick, uh, can't look cool doing. Shauna and I are compiling a list of all the things that you simply can't look cool doing. Uh, and we have a barometer for it, a test to decide if it truly is something you can't look cool or not. But uh, I was thinking about if you get a real bad stain on your shirt. Like if you're out for the evening, this is why I almost never wear white, just because it's too high risk. You get a stain on your shirt, I kind of feel like that's maybe the end of your night if you have nothing to cover it up with. Like, don't you? Because, I mean, whatever you say from then on out, people are going to be like, well, that's interesting, but also look at your shirt. So, like, if it's bad enough, I think that's almost a night ender. Wouldn't you say so? 
So we'll put this through the Lenny Kravitz test. Picture Lenny Kravitz, the cool, maybe the coolest man who's ever lived. Uh, and he's, he's looking fly. He's got his cool hair and his glasses and everything. Lots of cool jewelry. Saying cool things. But he's wearing a white dress shirt. And there's just like half a can of tomato paste on there. Not very cool. Not even for Lenny. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Matt Berry's in studio with ah. me here, our music director. Um, I said on the air yesterday that I was talking about the Eagles. Mm, and I said, yeah. I think that the Eagles is, are one of the the goats of dad bands. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I can picture either one of our dads just like for sure. out rocking out to the Eagles. Love the, I love the Eagles, but yeah. I think they're a serious dad band. But who else would be in the conversation for the goat of dad bands? Now, I would think something like I'm trying to think of like what my dad really likes. Uh, like I would say like how how old is your dad? First of all, uh, so he's she's almost seventy. He's almost seventy, so he's a little yeah. bit older than my dad. Yeah, but yeah, same era. So I would say like put up like the cars <laughs> be a big one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you understood the assignment. Yeah. yeah, the cars, big time dad. Bands. Dart hanging out of the mouth, you know, sipping sipping some garage beers. Yeah, you know, maybe working on the car, maybe not. You know, just like just chilling, just, just vibing, listening to the cars, doing cars. <laughs> yeah, things, just, hey? Oh man, this is it. This is the band, right? Okay, cars <laughs> are a great one. Yeah, who else? Um, now. Personally, I'm also a big fan of Fine Young Cannibals. Okay. Another one that my dad grew up listening to, right? Like, it's like when I think about that, it's like yep. I just think about, like, dad just vibing out, vibing out in the living room, you yeah. know? <laughs> dad, what's considered a dad band is going to change, though, as, you know, like, like, I'm a dad, and as I get older. Yeah. Yeah, like I think we're like. we're thinking of classic rock because I think of like a dad as like an old, like an old man. Right. But you're right. Like, and your children are not like they're young, but they're not that young no more. You know, like they're, they're within like ten years of making these jokes yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, oh my god, the Lumineers, <laughs> what a dad band. Jimmy World, what a dad band. I'm like, no, <laughs> you love Jimmy World. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Venus heads. Uh, it's producer Logan. I was listening to that in my car, and I was just screaming that no one was saying. Steely Dan. Steely Dan, Doug and the Slugs, um, Derek and the Dominoes, you know, Eric Clapton and, and, and Dwayne Allman. Um, you know, Dad loves, like, a little making it work from Doug and the Slugs, which, by the way, that band still exists. There's nobody named Doug in Doug and the Slugs anymore. Can you just be the Slugs? I don't know. Um, but when it comes down to Dad Rock, the goat of Dad Rock bands, I think, is Steely Dan. And uh, they even have the goat of Dad Rock songs. Um, feel free to argue this, but dirty work? Come on. Like, Dad loves cracking a Bud Light, and he doesn't want to do no dirty work. He wants to sit in his garage, maybe light a dart. Steely Dan, come on. I'm a fool to do your dirty work, oh yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. Listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9 Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.